0: I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives, and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedules, signings, all that other good stuff. would love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersToptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brent Hegelke on the line. He's the Chief Marketing Officer over at CrowdStreet. Brent, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me as a guest.
0: So I'm excited to get more into Crowd Street. I mean, real estate, uh, syndication, online syndication, investment management. I mean, you're hitting a lot of the most popular topics that my audience uh, likes to learn about and see what's going on at, at various companies. Um, so I'm excited to get more into that. But before we do that, let's get more into your background. So how did you get started in business?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I got started pretty early when I was in college, actually. 19 years old, uh, my brother and I started An alternative weekly newspaper so think about covering you know music art theater entertainment uh, in downtown Chicago and so I built the advertising team uh, so sales marketing uh, working with small businesses large businesses all throughout the city in terms of reaching uh, targeted consumers readers of our publication And, you know, we had to have a performance-based mindset because we were creating ads. And if those ads didn't drive foot traffic, then uh, these advertisers wouldn't run ads again. And it was a really hard way to build a business. So uh, we built that company successfully into 75,000 copies a week. And I learned a ton, a ton about business, what it takes to drive marketing, uh, kind of literally learned on the streets of Chicago.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. 75,000 copies? Jeez. Like there's some pretty big publications that, you know, do some decent business at around that 50,000 to 60,000 mark. That's a lot of copies. Um it was so awesome. yeah, that's a lot. And I know you put in some work there. Um that's amazing. So, um, you know, given the benefit, obviously, you know, you've transitioned um, and you've been in different fields and now you have the benefit of hindsight and and you were quite successful, I would say, in building that as large as you did. Um, That being said, with the benefit of hindsight, if you were able to go back and give that Brent that was just getting started some advice, what kind of things would you tell him?
1: Well, I would say, you know, keep an open mind, try to learn as much as you can. Uh, realize that you may think you know you know everything, but you know when you're in your sort of early career, you're really just a sponge, and you have to be open to opportunities to learn at every step, because uh, you really don't know much. And uh, so, take advantage of those lessons and try to be as nimble and agile in learning that. And you know, you know, I, I basically found at an early age that I loved the startup world, being entrepreneur you know, solving problems that nobody had really solved before. And mm-hmm. so, you know, those those kind of things then can form the basis of what you do next. And so, you know, that was a long time ago we did that. Uh, but I've been, you know, kind of consistently part of all sorts of startups, uh, you know, moving into the tech world uh, 20 years ago and then, you know, finding companies that were disrupting interesting markets and then helping them figure out their marketing strategy, the marketing team, uh, you know the skills you need to kind of go out there and disrupt different industries. I
0: love it. And I think that's uh I think that's a great transition. Let's get more into a little bit more into what you're doing as chief marketing officer over at uh Crowd Street. So um you know what kind of clients are you helping and what kind of um problems are you looking to solve over there?
1: Sure. So if you look at what we're doing at a at a basic level, something that apply, applies to really the all consumers is, you know, people are trying to get themselves set up for their future financially. And if you look out at opportunities to invest in different types of assets, right, so stocks, Mm -hmm. bonds, you know, equities, things like that, you know, what's interesting is that commercial real estate is the third largest asset class in the world, meaning beyond, you know, after stocks and bonds, the amount of money in commercial real estate is the next largest uh, part of that basket. However, the average person has had no way to really invest in commercial real estate because uh, It was really hard to know how to get involved in different projects A lot of times the developers of those projects, you know, wanted to work with small number of investors with uh, You know the capability to write out large checks so uh, the, individ- sort of the individual investor just really didn't have a chance to participate In 2013, legislation came about the Jumpstart a Business Act, which made it legal now for developers to advertise certain commercial real estate offerings, and that was a game changer. And so now, you know, individual investors, we work work with accredited investors, which means you have to have, uh, you know, some sort of financial benchmarks, um, you know, make $200,000 a year, as an individual $300,000 as a couple or have a million dollars in network uh, post, you know, not counting your primary house. But there's a, there are millions and millions of people in the U S that, that fall into that, uh, that camp. And now these people have access to invest in commercial real estate projects all across the country, typically at a $25,000 minimum amount. And they can invest in everything from multifamily projects, senior living centers, self storage, medical buildings, office buildings, You know, you name it. It's sort of an online shopping experience for investing in commercial real estate. And that's, you know, really opening up uh, an asset class that has less risk and volatility than stocks and over time has actually almost doubled the performance. So it's one of these things that if you actually understand the value of investing in it, there's no reason you wouldn't do it.
0: No, that's uh, I love that, and I love the, I love when um, technologies or when people are bringing uh, something to the table to allow the investment pool of what people can actually put their money towards increases. Because, um, you know, uh, whether you're, you know, doing stock, whether you prefer stock bonds, your traditional portfolio, or whether now um, you're looking a little bit more in a commercial real estate, I mean, the idea is that if you're, if you're taking a diversified approach, it's great because in the past, only the sophisticated investors could get in on those deals. So, meaning you're not going to just be able to to get, you know, that portion of the diversification taken care of. So, what you guys are doing and bringing it to, you know, the broader um, scheme of your accredited investors, I think is a great thing. Um, Are there any kind of trends that you care to comment about just going on in commercial real estate now that you have this new vantage point of deals and just things that are going on in general?
1: Well, what's interesting is we're seeing our business really accelerate. And, you know, in a pretty dramatic way. So if you look out mm. at how, uh, you, you know, these projects were funded over the, you know, kind of the first four years of CrowdStreet's existence, uh, you know, we would get a project on, let's say we were raising, you know, $4 million for, you know, a developer who is buying, you know, a 250-unit um uh, what we call value-add project in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the Southeast U.S. So somebody's going to buy a, a built, you know, kind of a, an apartment complex built in the 70s. They're going to renovate it. They're going to be able to get the rents up to market value and, you know, really add value to the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that might have taken a month to fund, meaning, you know, by the time investors studied the project and understood, uh, you know, the, the, the attributes of the project it might take, you know, thirty days to kind of raise that money. We're now raising two to three times that amount, sometimes in hours. Wow. Wow. In some you know, many times within a day. So the the pace and acceleration of investor demand has gone exponentially, you know, has increased exponentially. And that is, you know, I think a few things. One is just people are now becoming aware that they can invest in this, in commercial real estate in this asset class. Uh, they understand the value propositions of that, meaning, you know, the less less risk, um, the importance of being diversified, and the fact that commercial real estate has really performed, you know, outperformed equities in, in many cases. And so, you know, there are investors now like waiting for these deals and pouncing on them as soon as they open up. So that's, that's really a big shift in the business, and we're seeing, you know, kind of everything grow. And that, what that's also doing is it's bringing even a higher caliber developer to our doorsteps. You know, we're seeing people that maybe a couple of years ago said, yeah, it's, this idea of sort of online syndication is interesting, but it's really not for us. But when we're mm-hmm. going out there and, you know, we had a, we had a project in Milwaukee, a brand-new office tower going up in downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin, We raised fourteen million dollars in twenty-four hours, and that is when we, you know, you start seeing uh, a a really a top-tier developer coming to us saying, "Hey, this is getting interesting. Like you guys are raising real capital uh, for serious projects, and you know, this is probably a trend that's not going away. We Mm -hmm. probably need to learn how this works." And so, anyway, it's we're really in this sort of transformative. Uh, part of the end, uh, part of the business now.
0: Well, wow, that's really exciting, and um, and just I mean, you're right; it, it's not going away. If you just think about the way people are buying, buying habits, investment habits, um, and then as time goes on, you know, you're the, you know, the family office model, all the all the different like possibilities for having you know the type of track record that you're looking to build or have built, um, it just becomes really interesting. What do you think is next down the line for uh, CrowdStreet? How do you think this kind of looks over the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, so. You know, one of the things we're seeing a real a, another kind of a brand new thing is so we we launched. Uh, you know, what we found from a lot of people is, and especially as our customer base grows, uh, the early investors in CrowdStreet were people that you know, by and large, kind of understood commercial real estate, and they 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 were like, "Oh, I can now do this online. I get that. I you know, I'm I'm buying more and more uh, products online through uh, you know e-commerce sites." So I'm managing my stock portfolio online, so it just makes sense for me to move my commercial real estate investing online. So, you know, they're very comfortable looking through through the deals that we curate and put on our marketplace and deciding which ones to invest in. But as we reach the next tier of investors, people that, you know, like the idea of investing in commercial real estate but have never done it,
0: it can be intimidating.
1: So so we launched a product called the CrowdStreet Blended Portfolio, and that is the easy button, if you will, for investing in commercial real estate in that you basically put money in and we have an algorithm that decides which deals to deploy that capital into. And it's all based on you know, a, a variety of attributes, but effectively you, you for you know one investment can get into 30 to 50 different commercial real estate projects. And so you don't need to worry about anything in terms of uh picking those deals tracking those deals we do it all for you so so that's a really new exciting thing and we're seeing an, an incredible amount of interest as people say hey i can get diversified in commercial real estate with one investment and i don't have to worry about any of the work involved in choosing any deals so that's probably the most exciting thing kind of happening and we're seeing tremendous interest in that
0: wow that that is really uh, exciting so if uh, so, Brent, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about CrowdStreet, uh, what's the best way for them to get that information?
1: Yeah, just go to CrowdStreet.com. Uh, you know, you can drop into our marketplace and review individual deals, or you can look at the you know CrowdStreet Blender portfolio I just mentioned. We also have a learning center that's chock full of of uh, you know different articles, tax webinars. You know, we do live stream video. Uh, In fact, you know, we we have them almost weekly now. Uh, So there's all kinds of things. I would sign up for, uh, you know, sign up for our communications, our newsletter. Uh, That's the best way to kind of start onboarding if you want us to push it to you. Uh, But uh, that would be my advice. Just go to crossstreet.com and go from there. Oh, that's great.
0: Um, well, hey, Brent, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and giving us more of your background and also um, the amazing things you're doing over there at Crowd Street. Uh, great stuff. Glad to hear. Uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Brent, thanks again for coming on the show.